Hey there, thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We are live in Washington, D.C., and the podcast made possible in part by our friends at SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. If you're a meeting planner or you're a speaker, Speaker Match is a great marketplace to get together, and especially now when many of these presentations and keynote addresses are happening online, find out how to make it all happen at SpeakerMatch.com. And speaking of people who make it all happen, Grace Allison Blair is our guest today. She's an author and more, and we welcome her to the Big Time Talker podcast from her palatial estate in Lubbock, Texas. Hello, Grace. Hello, Burke. I'm having a great time here in West Texas. <laughs> a West Texas lady. Hey, I, I have to take it back to the beginning of your writing career because I always find it interesting uh, how folks decide this is something that they want to do. So what was it uh, in your past that the alarm went off and you said, you know, I want to write a book? It was 9-11. I was laid off from my marketing job at commercial real estate I just won the Dallas Business Journal Award, thought I was doing great. I was about to go out and buy a condo, and the economy collapses. So I asked, I said in prayer, I said, I would really like some direction here. And I got the word, write your book. And I go, book, what book? And the spirit came to me and says, you've been working on this process for 10 years since you had cervical cancer, and you've been working on this process of recovery and taking yourself in a positive direction, as well as those people that you work with nutritionally. So let's write the book. And I, I hired a coach, and in two years, I had 88 pages. So it was a long struggle of learning how to write a book. I mean, I've been in marketing and business for a long time, but I discovered I did not have the wherewithal to write a book. Sure. And it, it took a long time for that to come together. And at, it was in 2004, I published the first book and um, I've been working on it more and more over the past, oh, since that time. And I came across the AHA process. Uh, Mitchell Levy had a promotion at a book event and I won a $500 gift certificate to have an AHA book. And what is an aha book for people that, that are listening that, that wonder what in the world Grace is talking about? Aha. You know, those, those moments where you get, oh, aha, that's a great idea. <laughs> Mitchell, Mitchell has um, a company out in California that puts together business books for people. And there are usually big companies that publish these books on how to do something in a big way. And, and they give the books away normally. Um, and it's an online uh, tweets, 140 tweets in this book that's online. And so you can take these tweets and put them on Twitter, and it's to promote yourself, your books, and your brand. So I won this beautiful gift, and I created 140 tweets from my dream book online. And from there, I created another book called The Workbook. Do you have a dream? Five keys to realize your dream workbook. Came out of the 140 tweets plus the 88 pages I had written before. And I put some beautiful, put a beautiful cover together. And I had a couple of designers help me put together this beautiful 200 page book. 
Grace Allison Blair is our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. She's an award-winning uh, motivational author, self-help author, and you can find her online at modernmysticmedia.com. And, and let's talk a little bit about dreams because dreams are, are often put off and, and, and are sort of kicked to the curb. And it's something I'm going to get to one of these days. And I wonder, you, you mentioned earlier that, that you had battled cervical cancer. I wonder if... Um, if when something like that happens in your life, if that, for you at least, was a Kickstarter to realize your dreams a little more immediately. Exactly. I think um, when you get sick like that, when you have a life-threatening illness, or you get thrown out of a job or a relationship, this is a turning point in your life. And for me, it was a big wake-up call. What am I doing? And I was in a big, I was at a stressful sales job. It was taking all of my time, all of my health. I was exhausted. And so this was a wake up call to change directions. And so I asked myself, if I was healthy and well, what would I be doing with my life? And that took me off into the journey where I talked to my inner self and we had a conversation about where we were going after cervical cancer. I had no job. I was on unemployment. It was a mess. But you, you just have to take time with, and go inside and ask questions of yourself of what do I really want? Who am I? Where do I want to go? And the questions came up with answers on how to get better health, how to take care of myself better in terms of sleeping and eating and staying away from the junk foods. Um, and you know, being out all the time, being distracted. It was, it was a big wake up call. How do I take care of myself instead of trying to save and take care of the world? And when you're, when I was growing up, I, I was the eldest of five kids. My mother was not well mentally. So I was used to taking care of the world, but now I needed the world to take care of me. And there was no one there. Grace Allison so I, is our guest, and she's talking about uh, her own journey. And, and what an amazing uh, self-realization that you had. And, and I love this concept. You talk about, um, you know, dealing with, with your inner critic. And, and, and you, you talk about maybe inner critics are, are uh, you know, our child inside herself. Do you have a, a five-year-old child inside you? And and I think you're not alone there. I mean, mental health professionals call it the inner child, and and that inner child sometimes is scared, and they just want self-preservation. Exactly. I mean, if you're thinking about your life, and this is like in January of this year, we'll just take this year, for example, and the economy is great, uh, everybody's making money, going on vacations, and all of a sudden, we get this big storm that's hit, and we're all scared to death. And we're all in our houses and the TV's on and the news says we're all going to die. And this virus is everywhere. We've got to wear a mask. You know, it's, it's, it's awful. So the little inner child will all of a sudden take control of the wheel of who you are. And because it, its job is self-preservation, it will have you eating junk food to make you feel better, um, drinking things that perhaps aren't good for you, staying out all night, spending money. I mean, and you're driving down this road and all of a sudden you're going off a cliff into nowhere. And this, and you have to take control of this little child. 
All it wants is to feel safe. And what you can do to help it feel safe is to sit down, close your eyes, put your hands on your belly and say, baby, I got you. You are mine and I'm going to take care of you. And this is what we're going to do. I really need your help to cooperate here. Okay. We have to be flexible. And I forgive you for trying to take me off into this other direction because this isn't good for you and me. So let's get up tomorrow morning really early. Let's have a good breakfast. We'll go for a walk and let's talk. And that's how I usually do things when things change. And let's face it, we've been through a lot of change in these past 20, 30 years. I mean, so many different crises and no way to really take control of the world. So the only thing we have control of is ourselves. And if we can be flexible, show compassion to ourselves, and forgiveness, we can learn to adapt and learn and change. Grace Allison Blair, our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. Grace is an award-winning author. She writes in the self-help and motivational field, also has a, a new children's book that we want to talk about as well. But uh, Grace, you've helped hundreds, maybe thousands of people now uh, in, in terms of spiritual wisdom and solving their challenges and I want to touch on the, the spirituality piece just a little bit. Oh, and by the way, you can visit Grace at modernmysticmedia.com. Um, how do you see the difference between spirituality and religion? Because you're certainly a big advocate of meditation and prayer and giving thanks. But I think there's probably a dividing line there between spirituality and religion. I think spirituality is something that who we are. We are human beings having a spiritual we have a, we're, we're a spiritual being having a human experience, let me put it that way. Um, and so religion came along to help, I, I guess you'd say, control the masses or give them a guideline on how to take care of each other and really um, have rules of being good to one another, um, cooperation, don't hurt one another. The Ten Commandments is a good example of the ba basics of religion, it's a good rule. But sometimes religion is restricted where it says you can't use your imagination or your creativity or going inside, you know, you just don't go there. It's just a not a good place to go. Well, that's where the spirit lives. The spirit lives within your heart, within the spiritual heart. And that's where creativity is. And church didn't want, church people, in the beginning, I didn't want you to go there. They wanted a priest to put you between God and, and them. And um, I was raised Catholic and it didn't work for me. <laughs> so uh, I took the spiritual route where I know that God is within me and I have a direct connection there. And so to me, religion is in a way a lot. And, I, and people are getting away from religion because the spirit is not there. They're realizing it's inside of them and it's in the things that we do. It's in our creativity. It's in music. It's in you go outside and you see it in the birds and the trees. It's everywhere. It's, if you become aware of your spiritual heart, you're connected to God. And to me, that is where creativity is. That is where loving is. That is where compassion is. And that's where we have our courage when we need it. Grace, you talk about the, the three C's quite a bit, courage, confidence, 
and creativity. Are there certain things that uh, a person can do, especially when the whole world just seems to be in flux these days, um, to boost your courage, your confidence, and your creativity? Specific steps you can take? I would say, yes. You can sit down and say, you know, I really had the courage to face this. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the ability to overcome fear when we really want to have it, have the world change. So we have the courage to go within and really ask ourselves, how can I make a difference? How can I change this now? And you just have to be patient with yourself and take steps like creating good priorities for yourself, eating healthy, taking care of your body, and also priorities. What are your priorities in any given day? If you're out working before you have breakfast in the morning, you're gonna run out of energy. If you're running around trying to save the world and not taking care of yourself, you're gonna go out there with a hole in your heart and nobody's gonna take care of you. So I talk to people about having priorities, having boundaries, and also having respect for who you are and allowing other people to respect you. And that's part of boundaries asking people to treat you the way you want to be treated and also honoring who they are. And in this way, when you start these small little steps, you'll start feeling more confident about who you are, especially boundaries. And when you start feeling more confident, then you get to be more creative. And then you can really go out there and, and do things that you never thought was possible before. So, Confidence, creativity, and courage are the three C's that I really try to help people receive or find within themselves. And my dream book has some steps on how to do that. And and let's talk about the the dream book a little bit, especially the workbook. Do you have a dream workbook, Five Keys to Realize Your Dream? Uh, Grace Allison Blair is our guest today. Uh, can you quickly give me what those five keys are to realize your dreams? Because I think we, we're all in the dream business these days, and we could uh, certainly use some, some dream realization. Well, the five, the five keys are in the back of the book, and the first 10 chapters are the ways in which you can learn the technology um, to get to the back of the book here. And it's about creating your intention. So if you were to, for example, you want a new, new job. Mm-hmm. And you're asking yourself in this job, um, see, what kind of job do I want? And then you have to ask yourself, from this point of view, we, we, we um, use affirmations. And the affirmation process starts with I am. When you work with I am, you align yourself up with the soul of who you are, and the little child starts to to come in as well. Uh, The I am is a very powerful process. So when you say, I, Grace Allison, am courageous, I am healthy, I am wealthy, and you're not when you experience inside of yourself not being that, that is what I call the resistance to having the dream. And so you have to have time to take with yourself to 
right the resistance of what that is, um, the resistance to having the dream. So if I wanted this job and I'm not healthy and I'm not strong and I'm not ready, that's gonna, that really feels like a lot of pressure. So what you, hit, what you do with that is you write out all the resistance to having that. And it starts to free up the child within. He starts to let go of all of these things that he's, his, that he's been holding on to, that he's been, it's been holding him back. And so when this energy starts to come up, when it's all empty, then we place a blessing of forgiveness. I forgive myself for holding these judgments against myself. And we ask the loving of God's light to be there in its place. And this new place comes up inside that is so wonderful. And we do this for the highest good so that when you come up to the next day and you repeat this process, you might find some other stuff in the way of having the job, of feeling healthy and wealthy. And so you go on for this process for about 30 days. And you'll be surprised the changes that take place in your consciousness that I, Grace Allison, now have a job, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm strong, and things will start to come to you once you've cleared away what's in the way, and there's forgiveness there, and there's God's love, and it's taking you in a new direction, and it's aligning yourself with your spirit and with this new thing that's coming to you. And I've assisted people in receiving the soulmate of their life. Uh, a, a person who got laid off from her job is now has a successful business online selling jewelry. I've helped people get jobs. There is a gentleman who works for a very high powered uh, professional consulting firm. I can't say his name because I haven't got permission to use it yet, but I helped him write a book and he'd been trying to write a book for 20 years. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there are so many dreams that people have that they're just pushing aside. Like you said earlier, Oh, I can't do that now. I've got to have a job. Well, maybe their dream could be your job if you would just give yourself, allow yourself permission to stop and say, I am worthy to have this job. I am safe. I am permitted. These are all the steps in the workbook that you work through so that when you get finished, you're so filled with joy because we also say easy, pleasurable, safe and fun and for the highest good. And, you know, I don't know one little child that doesn't like to do things that are fun. So we have to make it fun for the little kid inside. So they'll go along with this and they, they'll go out and find it for you. I like that plan. Grace, Allison Blair, our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. And there's no point in kicking that can down the road. I like to always say that you got one uh, ticket to the amusement park, so you better ride all the rides while you're there. Hey, Grace, uh, before we run out of time, you have this new book that's getting an awful lot of talk, and, and it's targeted towards teens and young adults, Einstein's Compass. That's a big shift away from what you've done previously. So what was the inspiration behind writing a book for kids? The Einstein book was about young Albert Einstein. Young Albert Einstein had a dream to create light and time. And he received the compass from his dad, it was a real compass, and it really gave him the inspiration and he held on to that compass throughout his life. And he was so, he, he had so many obstacles in his life. His parents left him when he was a teenager. He was a, 
a Jewish boy in a Catholic school. He had tremendous anti-Semitism and bullying that he experienced. When he graduated from college, his professors would not help him get a job. I mean, he had so many obstacles. So he had this dream and he held on to the dream. And that is why, one of the reasons why I wanted to write this book because it supported my dream book. And what I teach people is that you can have your dream. Little Albert was not always famous. He, he struggled and, until, you know, into his 20s when he got famous, but really he held on to his dream. And that's what I wanted to, and especially for young people, I want them to go for their dreams. We're living in a passive culture where people are looking to be rescued and we've lost, we've lost our ability to be creative, where, where the creativity is inside, inside your heart. And so that is one of the reasons why I wanted to write Einstein's Compass and also to put the spiritual heart in the story as Albert receives so much so many problems in his life and he is inspired and received the spiritual compass that changes his life because it is transformation of the spiritual heart that makes everything work and where the dreams really are. So there really is a common thread between your dream book and, and young Albert's book. I wonder if it was difficult for you to put yourself in the mindset of a young person to, to peel back the, the layers of the onion there. And, and you know, an adult lady writes a book for kids. Did you go back to your inner teenager to do that? I did. I did. And actually, um, my mother, before she committed suicide, told me she did her best to make sure I failed. Mm. And it was that kind of struggle that I had that I saw in Albert. And so I wanted to realign myself um, into this positive direction and show people how they too can't, that their past doesn't have to run them, that they can really make their dreams come true. Grace Allison Blair, our guest today. She's an award-winning motivational author and uh, also has a, a new young adult book called Einstein's Compass. All right, Grace, one final question. It's tough out there. 2020 has been off to a bit of a shaky start in a whole bunch of ways for a whole bunch of people. you got millions of people, tens of millions who are on unemployment. We've had this pandemic. We've had race riots. Who knows what's going to happen next? But you're a positive lady. So can, can you lay some good positive thoughts on us as we wrap up? I think we need to learn to adapt to be flexible, to have compassion for ourselves and the changes that are taking place. Really take it easy on yourself. Create priorities where you're sleeping and you're eating and you're taking care of yourself, you're exercising. Maybe take up a new hobby. Um, I took up playing the piano uh, as well as doing crossword puzzles. I take walks every day. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. I like it. That's a great place for us to leave it with. Grace Allison Blair can be found online at modernmysticmedia.com. Her books are available at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, wherever great books are sold. Grace, thanks for spending some time with us today and perking us all up. This is just what we needed. Thank you, Burke. Have a great day. You too. That's Grace Allison Blair, everybody. And thank you so much for listening to the Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Thanks to speakermatch.com, our show sponsor. Now go out there and make it a great day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.